Welcome to the My Breast, My Health podcast. My name is Tasha Gandhi-Mahaja and I'm your host, and I'm also a breast cancer surgeon. In this podcast, I interview experts in the field of medicine, nutrition, as well as the health and wellness space. I also share stories of those affected by breast cancer. So if you want to learn more about this topic, then this is the podcast for you. Now, today's episode is slightly different to the usual episodes. Because in this episode, I am going to take you behind the scenes on one of my operating days or theatre days. I recorded a somewhat similar episode last year when the pandemic just started, and I described how the pandemic forced the breast service to change how it worked. You can check it out at mybreastmyhealth.com forward slash episode 14 if you haven't done so yet. Now, One year on, and thankfully, things are returning back to some form of normality. I hope you enjoy being a fly on the wall, and let me know what you think. I'd be very, very excited to hear if you'd like me to do um, similar episodes like this in the future. But without further ado, let's see how my day starts on an operating day. Beautiful um, spring morning, quite chilly. And it's quite early. I'm just getting into my car to drive to work. It's theatre day today, so bright and early. Birds are singing. Sun is out. Great start to the day. Um, A year ago, nearly to the day, um, that was just when the pandemic hit the UK, certainly, and the lockdown started. I recorded an episode, it was episode 14, and, and if you haven't listened to that, then um, do, do listen to it, because um, I recorded that like a day in the life, like what I'm doing today, and the situation then compared to now um, is quite different. Um, I'm in the car right now, and the roads are more or less back to normal. Obviously, the UK, at this, at this moment in time, we are gradually easing out of lockdown now and compared to a year ago the roads are definitely busier nearly back to normal I would say cars you know everywhere and um, the private hospitals were taken over by the NHS to accommodate elective surgeries and that's that was because obviously the NHS had to reconfigure their services to enable us to accommodate patients who required admission and intubation and ventilation because of COVID. And now uh, we're in a fortunate position, um, unlike unfortunately other countries in the world at the moment, but the UK certainly fortunate position to have infection rates going down, which translates to admission rates going down, and as well as death rates going down. Um, Of course, the vaccination program has helped with this result. So because of that, the NHS is now trying to get back to some form of normality. And so elective surgeries are now being returned back to the NHS. And that's really great news. Uh, It's really encouraging because now we can try to catch up with um, the inevitable backlog of um, surgeries that we need to do. 
So I'm just walking from the car park um, into, into the hospital. And it's a lovely, lovely morning, really sunny. So that's really nice start to the day. And yeah, so surgeries normally start at eight. And so it's bright and early. Patients normally have to come into the hospital for 7.30 so that they can get prepped, um, admitted onto the ward by the nurses. And, um, you know, essentially everything has to be prepared for, for the day. And as you may know, if somebody has a breast cancer and they need an operation, they also will have their glands uh, removed and checked. That's called a sentinel, sentinel lymph node biopsy. And that is if when they presented to the clinic and their armpit or axilla is normal, then we would normally do a sentinel, sentinel lymph node biopsy to check to make sure that, you know, that there are no cancer cells within the lymph nodes. And uh, so for those today who are having a sentinel lymph node biopsy, they would go to nuclear medicine and have an injection of low-dose radioactive material. That will help us find the sentinel lymph node. So that will happen to some of the patients today. And also, if the cancer is not palpable, so we can't feel it, and, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of the time, these are the cancers that are picked up on a mammogram or an ultrasound scan, then they will need to have localization. So we need to put a wire to localize the cancer. And this is usually done also um, on the day of the, of the surgery. So um, some of the patients, I think one patient today, is having a wire-guided wide local excision and a sentinel lymph node biopsy. So the morning's going to be a little bit busy for, for that patient. She's going to have a wire put in and then an injection of the, the radioactive material. So lots of activities in the mornings for, for a few of the patients. And um, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go into the hospital, head over to theatres and then get changed into my scrubs. And then um, review the patient's for the day, make sure they're all prepared and ready, make sure they're consented. If, if, if they have any questions that make sure I can, make sure they're all answered and um, everybody's ready to go. Okay, so I've just arrived at the hospital and I'm just walking through the atrium and it's still relatively quiet actually. I wouldn't say that the hospital is bustling back to what it was before COVID but it's um, yeah it's quieter still but there is definitely more activity than than what we had about a year ago so <clears throat> just walking to the theatre complex now and um, I'll catch up with you in a bit I'm just going to walk up the stairs get my 10,000 steps in Hi, uh, morning. Just go through there and I'll meet you there. Right. I'm in a theatre complex now. Let's get into the changing rooms.
20. Okay, I've seen all the patients and made sure they're all consented and they're all, you know, well prepared and I've answered all of their questions, so that's good. No further questions they had. And um, yeah, so what we do once we, you know, once all the patients have been seen, we uh, reconvene in the theatre, the operating room, and then we go through the list of patients for that day. And uh, what we do is we first of all introduce ourselves to the team because occasionally there are certain members of the team who are new and you know may not know each other. So we make sure that everybody knows who everybody is. Um, and then we go through the list of the patients for the day. And we talk about each patient um, separately to make sure that all the equipment is ready. We know exactly what steps needs to be taken for every single patient, uh, what certain medication may be required, such as antibiotics, what local anesthetic we might need, the positioning of the patient, if there are any concerns, what th those concerns are so that we are mindful for every single patient, uh, we make sure that um, we do you know, everything in the correct way. So that's the team briefing really, which we do at the start of um, each day. Morning, morning, morning. Great. So we felt this was a better way to lay things out. Yeah, that's fine. A, mm -hmm. if you're thinking of doing it this way. Yeah. Okay. okay so, <laughs> this just be so, who are we waiting for today? Yeah, I Good morning. Hi, hi. So, as you can hear, so much happens at the beginning of the day. Um, every, you know, you don't know who's going to be in your team on the day, so you will be meeting them for the first time. And if you're lucky enough, you will have uh, the same members within your team. But of course, that doesn't always happen and you'll have a variation of team members. So you greet everybody, obviously, and, you know, there's so much preparation that needs to be done. The team needs to make sure that all the equipment is ready and available for every single operation. Every single member of the team needs to understand their roles for the day. There'll be a distribution of tasks and jobs for each team member. And for the day to run smoothly, the team has to work well because it is a complete team effort. I get my music. Okay, so music is very important. I'm just going to go back to my locker and get my speaker. And yes, different, different, different surgeons work differently. Um, I operate with music. I have done for the longest time and I've got my mobile speaker now. I'm just going back to theatre. That's fine. So don't don't open the sec don't open it for the first. Um, just keep it for the second. Okay. Or just don't open it until I ask for it. I don't know which. Okay. The one was there didn't know. Okay. That's fine. Thanks for looking. Okay. I mean, I might not use it for the first one, right? So, in which case, it'll be fine. Are we ready to do? Um, so, morning, everybody. Um, I'm Tasha, I'm breast surgeon. During the team briefing, every single person assigned to that particular operating room will be present. 
Firstly, we go around the room and introduce ourselves by name and what we do. Then we go through the operating list and talk about each patient in turn. We discuss what surgeries they're having, what equipment we need, whether antibiotics are required, what the positioning of the operating table will be, whether specimens need x-raying or implants are required, if the patient is staying overnight and what their blood results are, and so on. The briefing is such an important part of the day and we do this to minimise any potential problems throughout the operating list. We work with a checklist to make sure that nothing is overlooked. So we have finished our briefing and now we are waiting for the first patient to arrive in theatre um, and uh, we are ready to go. So the morning's done, we've done a few cases and it all went very well. And normally we kind of grab a bit of lunch in between cases um, just so that we can continue on with the list and, um, and not waste any time in between patients. But today um, it's not too packed of a list, which meant that uh, we were able to have a bit of a lunch break. So we've just had a about 45 minute lunch break and um, we're ready for the afternoon. We've got a few cases left to do in the afternoon and, um, and yeah, uh, hopefully it'll go well and I don't think we'll, uh, we'll be too late today. I'm sure we'll in fact be slightly early finishing. So. So, okay, so that's, um, I've finished the list, just had a nice cup of tea and a cheeky biscuit. Um, so, yeah, just to decompress and, and um, recover from, from the day. And it went really well. Ah, nice, bright sunshine. The days are long still so that's really nice usually after a day of operating you get into work and it's dark and you leave and it's dark but obviously because it's spring um, it's still nice and sunny out so yeah it was a good day um, as i said there's a mixture of um, cases this, we had to operate on a few patients um, who did have cancer and some patients who do not have cancer so there were benign cases and because the COVID lockdown is easing um, we are um, returning back to some form of normality in terms of operating um, at the height of the pandemic we had to be quite selective in who we were able to operate purely because of the capacity um, of ITU and also um, for the safety of of patients um, coming into hospital uh, of course we don't want them to catch covid so now with the easing of lockdown we're coming out of of the pandemic slowly in the uk anyway at the moment and we're quite lucky in that regard we are operating on you know more and more um, not only cancer uh, cases but also non-cancer cases and that's that's really good because um, some of the benign cases were were postponed actually um, from from the second wave. So um, I operated on a few today who had to be postponed in January, the beginning of this year, because of the second wave. Yeah, it was a good day. Everybody uh, worked really well. The list went very smoothly. All the patients 
recovered very well, no nausea, no vomiting, which is actually the mainstay of day surgery. Um, anesthetic is so important in day surgery. If you have a good anesthetist and they get good anesthetic, then patients should be able to go home on the same day. And all my patients today um, are going to go home. Some of them have already gone home um, this morning. And um, by the end of the day, everybody would have gone home. So, uh, yeah, it was a really productive day and I'm happy it went well. Now I'm just walking back to the car park and I'm going to get into my car and drive home. Thank you very much for coming with me today to work and back. I hope you have enjoyed this snippet of uh, what happens during uh, life um, of a surgeon, well, especially what happens on the theatre day. And if you have any questions or comments, do connect with me. You can reach me on Instagram at Dr. Tasha G. So that's D-R Tasha G. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions, um, let me know. If you have any uh, topics you want me to cover, then let me know too. And I'll see what I can do. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that um, slightly different episode. And as I mentioned earlier, do let me know what you think about it. And if you want me to do more of these behind the scenes kind of episodes, then definitely let me know. As uh, the pandemic continues to ease and the lockdown continues to ease in the UK, there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel. With the vaccination program being so effective, I think we can see that um, our daily lives are slowly, um, hopefully, and slowly returning back to some form of normality. And I certainly can see that in um, the place that I'm working and in the healthcare space in general. Certainly, you know, hospitals are continuing to um, gather pace and the previous services that were postponed or cancelled prior to COVID, or because of COVID rather, um, are now being slowly and gradually reintroduced. Um, we're back to um, near normal operating, although footfall in hospitals are uh, remain low. I think the hospitals are continuing to try to minimise footfall for the moment at least. And so um, the numbers of people that can come into the hospital remains restricted and not everybody who attend clinics can be accompanied um, although, of course, we make certain exceptions. But, you know, we are slowly and um, intentionally getting back to a form of normal. And that's very good news for, for everybody concerned. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't done so yet, do hit the subscribe button or the follow button so that all the episodes can get downloaded straight to your podcasting app of choice. And uh, yeah, I've got some really interesting interviews lined up for you. And if you have a few moments to spare, I'd be ever so grateful if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And by doing that, you increase the visibility of the show so that more people can hopefully listen to it and benefit from it at the same time. So once again, thank you so, so much for listening. Do stay safe. And if you want to check out the show notes, you can head over to www.mybreastmyhealth.com forward slash episode 34 and um, you can check out the show notes there. And as I mentioned at the start of this episode, if you want to listen to 
um, the episode that I recorded a year ago, which is when the pandemic um, really started to hit the UK and lockdown started. Um, you can check out that episode at www.mybreastmyhealth.com forward slash episode 14. And you could probably, if you listen to that one after listening to this one, then you may be able to hear the contrast between, um, you know, what the situation was like uh, at the start of the pandemic and now where we are getting towards the end of the lockdown. And you might find that a really interesting contrast. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and I shall see you in the next one. Take care. Bye.